Hi, my lovelies. How are you guys doing? I hope everyone is well. My name is Stacy, and I'm the owner of Modern Day Eve Coaching, where I help unfaithful women and men recover from their affair and learn how to get their life back on track. So in today's episode, I want to talk about will my affair partner make a good spouse? So I definitely have some thoughts on this. Um, I'm sure many of you may have some thoughts and I'm sure if your spouse knows about your affair, they have plenty of thoughts on that as well. So let's just get into it. Let's just start talking about um, will my affair partner make a good spouse and why is this important for us to think about? So the first thing I want us to think about and really just take a moment if you're in your affair or if your affair ended and you're still struggling to fully reconcile with your husband or your spouse and you're in that place of my affair partner is still the best thing ever. You know, he's just, you know, wonderful to me. And you're still in that comparison stage, that type of thing. So let's talk about that. Um, when we're in an affair, we don't really see the affair partner as a human being, meaning we don't see them with flaws and wounds and weaknesses or any of that. That's just, and the reason for that is because it's just how God designed our bodies. You know, our bodies are meant, like our emotions, all of that are meant to fall in love, you know, so he created us to be able to fall in love with someone. So when we do fall in love and we get into that romantic stage of love, it's almost as if someone puts um, these rose-colored glasses on us and we see our affair partner as maybe like a superhero, um, our savior. They're coming to save the day. You know, they're going to take all my problems away, that type of thing. And we really don't see the person as being a human and when i say that i mean we're not perfect we're human beings we have flaws we have childhood wounds we have our own belief systems that we operate out of and sometimes that clashes with who we're with but we don't take those things into consideration when we're having an affair you know because usually when we enter into an affair we're running from something something painful you know our marriage is not where we want it to be um, or there was a death in the family and we don't know how to cope. So we're looking subconsciously looking for some excitement, some happiness. And then our affair partner enters the scene and all of a sudden we feel alive again. So this is, this is why we like enter into the affair. Some of the reasons now that's just surface level reasons. That's, um, just external reasons. Of course, there's internal reasons why someone will cross their value system and have an affair. But so anyways, we see this person, you know, we see our affair partner as, you know, the best things in sliced bread. And we overlook all of the flaws that might pop up or some behavior that we don't really like um, because we're enjoying so much of how we feel. We don't want to lose that. We don't want to give that up because, you know, when you're happy and you're excited and you think about your life before the affair partner, you know, why would you want to go back, right? Why would you want to trade happiness, um, you know, for being sad again or being depressed or lonely or abandoned, rejected, whatever the case may be with your spouse. So why would, you know, why would we want to go back? Well, the thing is, what we have to understand is 
because we live in this illusion, because we're in the romantic stage of love, it can make us think that this high I'm feeling, I will always feel. You know, this is something I will always feel in this new person. We will have such a better life together. We can actually make it, you know, we can, you know, be together and live happily ever after, you know, like the Cinderella fairy tale story. And, and we start to believe that because another reason we believe it is because we have so much in common with them. We get along with them. We connect. They're our soulmates, that type of thing. So all of those things that take place in the relationship can cause us to think that the way I feel today, I will feel like that about this person in five or 10 years. And that's just not necessarily true because when, when people are having an affair, the affair itself is just the fruit. The behavior is just the fruit of a deeper problem. It's it's something going on inside of that person. They have adopted a survival program. It's a childhood wound. And now it's been triggered, you know, by a bad marriage or whatever it is. And this is how they, you know, respond to bad times. And both of you guys are bringing into a relationship two unhealthy coping mechanisms. You know, neither one of you guys can cope with hard times. That's why you're together. But you don't see that in the beginning. So you want to ask yourself, okay, well, if I did marry my affair partner <clears throat> and things got rough between us, because all marriages go through hard times. So let's just say that we know that. But if things got bad between us, how would he respond? How would I respond? Who's going to cheat on who first? You know, it's kind of those types of things, because the truth is, if you don't completely heal, and I mean, not just heal to the point where you get over your affair partner, but heal the wound that drove you to the affair in the first place, you're going to repeat an affair. Or let me just say it like this. The percentage of you repeating an affair is in the 90s. You know, that's where people get the, you know, the saying, once a cheater, always a cheater, because it becomes a pattern. It's something, this is how we respond to hard times, just like an addict would do drugs or, you know, someone would drink. This is, this is what we do. So we have to heal that part of us that is driving us to have an affair. And unless we do that, like I said, chances of there being a repeat affair is very great. And when you take two people going into a marriage, you're both having an affair, then the chances for somebody cheating on somebody is high because you haven't corrected what caused it in the first place. You think you're correcting it. You know, I was, I thought I was correcting it by divorcing my husband and marrying my affair partner. I thought, well, okay, I'm correcting the problem. I'm getting rid of the problem, but I didn't correct the problem because 10 years later into that marriage, I had another affair. So the common denominator was me. So, but I didn't know that, you know, and that's why it's important to take away the illusion of what we think the affair is going to bring us, what we think the relationship really is. Now, I'm not going to take away from the fact that, you know, you and your affair partner may have bonded, you might be in love and that type of thing, because that's very real. That's emotions. They're real. We have to acknowledge them. But what I am saying is we also have to look at reality. So the chances of your affair partner being a good spouse is not great. And neither is the chances of you being a good spouse great? Let's just be honest, you know, so I wasn't a very good spouse to my second husband because I had an affair. 
And I didn't take the time to heal. I didn't even know that I needed healing. So you want to think about that. You want to think about the reality of the situation. Hey, we're both running. We both have negative coping skills. What is my relationship going to look like with this person in five years if we're together? And life has set in, you know, so during the affair, you just have, you know, stolen moments, you know, you talk on the phone, it's exciting, it's good, it's fun, you know, in the beginning, but there's no bills, there's no kids, there's no ex-wives, ex-husbands, there's no family members, there's no, you know, financial hardships, there's none of that really, really pressing on y'all as a couple, but what would happen when that does start applying pressure to the relationship. So if you fast forward and think, well, if I did get married to him, what would the relationship look like then when real life started setting in? And a lot of times when people leave their spouse um, for their fair partner, children are involved. So when you bring children into the mix, now you're a blended family. And that's a whole different story. Um, having a blended family and marrying your fair partner, what does that look like? That's for a different um, podcast episode. But I had, you know, I had a son from my previous marriage. So we became a blended family and it wasn't the best. Um, now, my ex-husband wasn't terrible to work with or co-parent, however you want to say it. He wasn't awful. The problem was um, within me, you know, with my husband trying to correct my son or the dynamics of the family once we started having kids. So there's problems there. So how, what that's going to look like, you know, for you guys. So we want to think about these things. We don't want to villainize our fair partner because then we'd have to, you know, villainize ourselves. But we want to look at ourselves with eyes of empathy because that's how God sees us. And we want to look at them with eyes of empathy not eyes of, oh my God, you're my savior. There's only one savior and your affair partner is not him. So we want to see him as an equal, a, a human being who has flaws, who will make mistakes and look at ourselves and really say, you know what? In honesty, this isn't about my affair partner or my husband. This is about me. What can I do to heal from like completely heal and never have an affair again? You know, so take away the illusion that your affair and affair partner will save your life and give you that happy life that you really want because that's just not the case. Can you be happy? Yeah, you can be happy, but until you learn healthy coping mechanisms, you won't completely be happy because as soon as your affair partner does something that you don't like, you're going to resort back to how you normally handle those problems. And the same with him. He will resort back to whatever drove him to have an affair in the first place. So I hope this helped you. I know it was a really short podcast, but I really wanted to just jump on here really quickly and share with you some thoughts that I have been thinking about how we tend to make the affair partner look like they're a superhero and they're, you know, the best thing and they're going to change our life. And they might change your life, but it might not be the change that you want because in honesty, the real change has to come from within you. It has to come from, I need to take time to grow and I need to sit with God and find out why I keep having an affair, like what's wrong. And it's okay to do that. It's okay to be honest with ourselves because we need to be honest. We need to be honest with ourselves in a sense that we're not judging 
ourselves and not, you know, trying to beat yourself up for having an affair, but really looking beyond the behavior into the pain, because that's what God does. God looks beyond the behavior into your heart and where the pain is truly coming from. And that's the part that God wants to help heal. If you are interested in learning how to heal from your affair, like completely heal, meaning I no longer want to be with my affair partner anymore. I'm over him. I don't have feelings for him. Now I'm working on myself to grow into that woman that God created me to be. I'm not going to have an affair. I'm going to stay true to myself and my core values. I would love to work with you. I work with my clients and help them achieve all of these stages, these different stages that we go through during recovery. I can help you end your affair and heal from him and let go and teach you how to do that um, because there are tools that can help you get unstuck and completely heal from the affair, walk away. And then I can also show you how to discover what wound was causing you to have an affair, why you crossed your values. So I, um, if you want to get in touch with me, you can find me at www.moderndayeve.com or you can email me directly at Stacy S-T-A-C-E-Y, at moderndayeve.com. And I can definitely set you up with a free one-on-one and we can you know, talk about where you're at and I can design a customized plan for you to help you end this affair and get your life back. Um, I also have a YouTube channel. You can find me over there at Stacy Chenevert, C-H-E-N-E-V-E-R-T. And there's also a calendar link on my YouTube. If you would like, you can sign up with me through that link as well. But what I want you guys to do is I want you to tell me, um, let's let's talk about it tell me if you have the idea that your affair partner may be a good spouse or what are you thinking with that has anything opened your eyes today um are you happy to hear that he's not gonna well obviously you probably wouldn't be too happy to hear he's not gonna be um your superman for you but I'm just praying that this podcast will open you guys' eyes and let you see the reality of what an affair really is. Okay, so I will talk to you next time. And remember, you are not what you did. Your mistakes do not define you. Only God defines you. And he says that he loves you and you are righteous. Talk to you soon.